coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Promoting peace, healthy living, and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gon Mueller. Hi, welcome to Peace Podcast. I'm Barbara Gon Mueller your host, and I want to tell you why we do this. Peace, happiness, and healthy living. What if our planet provided those things for us? Sometimes we have to search for them. That's why I'm interviewing these fabulous people who get on the Peace Podcast. Today, I have David Polly, no stranger to the media. You may have seen him on PBS. I met him on Happiness You. I'm sitting there thinking, who is this man? Who is this man who wrote this amazing book? And see, you already see my little stickies in there because I read it all the time. The Law of the Garbage Truck. How to Stop People from Dumping on You. This fellow has an, one part of his book that says, do you have the guts? Do you have the guts to stop people from dumping on you? And lastly, I'm going to read one thing from his introduction. There is one... This is a once in a decade book. Imagine the law of the garbage truck shows exactly how to transform the brass of needless everyday frustration and conflict into the gold of accomplishment, clarity, and peace of mind. Now with that, let's see if we can talk with David Polly and get some of his wisdom. David, thank you for joining us. Well, Barbara, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on Peace Podcast with you. Thank you. You know, um, as I said, you're no stranger to the media. And one of my favorite preachers on this planet, Joel Olstein, even has a picture with you on your website. Yes. You must have sold 10,000 books after you were on his program. Well, it was interesting. It was great to meet him. And uh, what, what's been fun is that uh, uh, Pastor Osteen, he, he, he encountered the law of the garbage truck. He learned about it and then preached it on his international television show and then talked about me and the, the, and the message. And now that's running as a podcast on his SiriusXM channel so that people are continually being introduced to it through that connection. So yeah, I appreciate his support and he's been great and it's fun, fun to meet him. Well, you know, it's interesting because your book was, came out 10 years ago, but it's still a classic. There's nobody who has written a book like it. Now, there's some books on resilience and how to be happy, but it's that the, the methodology for us to, I, I have, I remember writing, reading your book and saying, you say, smile, wave, and wish it well, and get on with your life. That's what you do when you're neg negative thoughts. I thought, well, let's start with negative thoughts. Let's not go into the world. Let's just look at our bodies, our beautiful beautiful birth that we were given and why we keep telling ourselves negative things. What can we do about that? Well, it's, it's, it's just a great question. And, and it is great to start with ourselves if we want to make change in the world. And so that first thing is just, if there's a story about the law of the garbage truck that folks can read in the book and, and learn about an encounter I had in New York City. But the essence of the law of the garbage truck is that uh, it, it, we are not garbage trucks. The metaphor is that we are not garbage trucks. Garbage trucks in real life, they go out and collect garbage, the things that we don't want to discard and hopefully we recycle, but a garbage truck looks to fill up and they fill up on, the, on all the garbage and then they go find a place to dump that garbage. Human beings aren't meant to be garbage trucks. We're not meant to go looking for all the bad things in the world and fill up on that and then 
dump all of our frustrations, our upset and so forth on other people. So it starts with ourselves where we say, I don't even need someone else to say something mean to me to make me feel bad. I can just be full of resentment, full of regret or full of toxic worry. So resentment and regret my past so I can dwell on the past, things I can't control and then be impacted by that. And then over toxic worry in the future and it keeps us away from being present where we can focus on peace and communication and good relationships. So we don't even need anyone else to be mean to us. We can do it to ourselves. And that's what we want to say is stop dumping garbage on yourself. Boy, if that's not a, a commandment, number one, stop dumping yeah. garbage on yourself. Yes. Stop paying attention to those negative thoughts. I always say, thank you very much for the reminder, but I'm not going to pay attention to you now. That's my little model. What do you say to yourself if you get a negative thought? Because we all get them. Yes, absolutely. It's the, one is just to acknowledge it and to be able to say, I've, I've, you know, I see you there. I, 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 I'm not going to try to repress it or deny it or judge myself wrong for having felt that, but rather to say, yeah, I see you. And just like a garbage truck, I'm going to smile. I'm going to wave and watch that little thought go away. And so literally in your mind, you just keep the idea the image of a garbage truck. And then you just think to yourself, but there's that thought. It's a negative thought about the past. <clears throat> it's something that I've handled already. I've taken care of it and I don't need to revisit it. And so then I'm just going to let that negative thought that's not helpful beyond my control just let that pass back, <clears throat> excuse me, pass by and then get back to what's important to you and what's in front of you. I, I love what you said about smile. I have used that for myself, all by myself. If a negative thought comes up, I smile and say, thank you for the reminder, but I'm not going to pay attention to it. But the smile tricks yes. my subconscious <laughs> into believing that I am perfect. I don't know why yes. that works, but I want to remember that I am perfect. I am who I am. I'm a human being and I love my life and I love wow. myself. How do you find when people are out in the world? And you know, this is a blessing, this virus right now, because we're alone. We can imagine what we want for our world. We can have a vision for the future and work from that vision. But how do you handle it when you get back to the workforce or your family comes in and says, something very negative to you what's the first thing we should do when somebody just dumps on us and we know it's not our fault yeah that's a great question if you think again about the metaphor of the garbage truck the only way garbage is going to get in is if we let it so what happens often is that we get triggered by the way somebody is responding to us or the way they're approaching us and we we don't hear their message at all we don't even it doesn't register so we can't extricate the good out of that interaction, we're just focusing on the things that trigger our defensives, our defenses. And so we become defensive and then we come back at and justify and, 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 and sort of retaliate with our, you said that and that's not true and so forth. So rather is to sit, think of yourself, I'm in South Florida as a palm tree in the, in the middle of a hurricane. You might bend, but you're not gonna break. So bring on whatever you have to share with me, it's okay but I'm gonna listen for the good and what's in my control and what I can handle. And I'm going to focus in on that and think positive intent of the person who I'm interacting with. And then let the things that the way they said it, the personalities that are different, let that pass by, focus on the message and say something as simple as, you're you, it's, you seem upset or you're upset about what just happened, is that, you know, or is that right? And, they'll, and then they say, 
yes or no. And if they say yes, then you can focus on that rather than the other stuff. Uh, because people have things happen to people before they come into our conversation. They could have had a problem with something or someone with the coronavirus. There are tragedies happening all around us. We don't know where they're coming from when they first approach us. So rather than what I, what I call, rather than judge them negatively, show some real-time forgiveness and say, we all have those moments. Let me let that pass by. Let's focus on the message. See if I can get, and, if, and I said, again, if the answer is yes to my reflection that you're upset about such and such, great. If they say no, then say, well, tell me more. What am I, you know, what am I missing? What, what else, you know, could you share with me? And then to get to the message as quickly as you can, and that's something that you can control and something that you can work together with. Yesterday, I interviewed with 25 different people on what kind of a world do we want in 2030? Wow. Because I believe that we're at a point in our conversation and in the world where we're going to have to be uh, retroactive or proactive so that we can look at the past and look at the future and what kind of world do we want? I wrote an editorial that appeared in Sunday's paper. What is oh, the good yeah. life? What is the good life? But I want to mention one word you said, the triggers, the yeah. triggers that take us out of our being perfect. They right. trigger us into old memories, old responses. And I loved what you said about stop. In fact, that's the first step on my new book, Revolutionary Conversations, which I want to see on your little background there because yeah. people don't know how to have a conversation. Somebody that's comes true. in and says, you son of a gun, and all of a sudden you're off into some old pattern. Instead of yeah. stopping, just like you do at a stop sign, why do you stop? It's not safe to go forward. Wait until it's safe. So you just stop a moment. And you said it. Don't let those triggers push you. Let yeah. yourself just stop. And the second part is stop. H, I need some help. I want to know what you are thinking so I can ask you a couple questions and you just have a conversation. And all of a sudden, this trigger and you and this person become one in this solution to what is bothering them, right? Right. Yes, exactly. That's perfect. I love it. So yes, that your book will be on my back table. <laughs> because it's joy, but you have to have the toolkit. If you don't have the toolkit, you may just fall right up into that old pattern. I yes. think that it is a time on our planet when people are frustrated and frustration leads to triggers and I've heard of stories of people in small towns where there's no traffic. They're just driving like madmen because they're so upset they didn't have hamburgers at the hamburger joint. I mean, right. upset is going to be with us. And that's why I put your book on my top shelf, because how to stop people from dumping on you. And I love the analogy of the garbage truck. Don't fill yourself with garbage and then dump it on somebody. What do you think about that idea? Yeah, I think that's perfect because the, the, what I say to folks right off the bat set an intention before you get going in the day. Say, who do you want to be during the day? Do you want to be a garbage truck who's going to look for all the bad and then fill up on it and dump like you said? Or am I going to be someone who's going to be looking for the good? And, and when my, my uh, daughter comes out of her class, I look for the good and the opportunity, the interaction versus, and the same thing with my wife, because we're all been, been here and sheltered in place for over a month. And so we can, there's plenty of things to focus on. And so the idea is look for the good in people, look for their strengths, see what they, what brings out their, their best qualities and, and emphasize those. And that then is, is like the old expression, water the flowers you want to grow. And, 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 and it makes for a much more fun, fulfilling, 
and peaceful family experience. And, you know, there's so much I could talk to you about, but your ideas of set an intention reminds me of my late husband, Dr. Robert Mueller. He was the prophet of hope at the United Nations where problems were big. I mean, really yes, big when they were starving and countries were fighting and they're still doing that. But he was called the prophet of hope because he said, never give up hope, set an intention. He would never waste his time. He was always using his time to write ideas, to give people wisdom. And so today we have good morning world every day because he said i'm going to tell people about the good news and i think that's what's happening with our converse conversation now you're telling us about we can change our behaviors we yes. can become the good news for somebody else you don't know what that person's done in their life right david right that's right exactly the last thing we want to be is the judge because anyone if they pick out any moment in time in our lives we can be as guilty as anybody else in making a mistake but rather than being harsh judge, you know, judges who sit up high above and saying you're wrong and you're wrong and I'm right and you're wrong, instead just recognizing that we all are human beings trying to figure out how to best live our lives and looking for the positive and, and not getting locked up in the negative that you can't control. The big thing is that there's energy. We have a certain amount of energy and I, I, won't, I won't necessarily quantify it, but is to say we want to focus on the big things, the most important things, the things that we can make a difference with, not the little aggravations and, 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 and you know, the stoplight example that you use, you know, get frustrated that the stoplight's not turning fast enough or that guy just cut me off a little bit and then waste our energy on all those things so that when we come home, we're already frustrated and worked up, ready to, as they say in, positive, in, in, in psychology, ready to have displaced aggression. We take this frustration from over here and then all of a sudden boom we're unloading it on our spouse and they're like where'd that come from um because we've been filling up all day on these on these negative things and the, the prophet of hope which is is so i mean i can't imagine a, a better moniker than that uh because i was looking at research that was uh, uh harvard working with uh, the va and boston i think boston university and they found that people who are optimists have hope thinking about the future they live 11 to 15% longer than those who are, are, who are considered pessimists by the testing that they do. And they also found that it's up to 50 to 75% more likely that you'll live past 85 if you are an optimist or a prophet of hope. And uh, you know, I, so I, just, I love that. I love that. Boy, there's research that shows it's even good for your skin. People yeah. don't realize that you're can you get the face you deserve. So if you're thinking negative thoughts, it's going to show. But if you're thinking like I and David here, David Pole, P-O-L-L-A-Y, uh, in his book, The Law of the Garbage Truck, How to Stop People from Dumping on You, what a testimony to the future. If we can oh. all stop people from dumping on us by our own behaviors, by our own thoughts, by our own oh. energy. You know, people like you, David, even said, I love your energy. You didn't even yes. know me, but you heard it on the phone. And there's a rule I have, if I'm going to talk on the phone, I'm going to smile. And I'm, I smile on the third ring because I know that that person's probably going to pick up on the fourth ring. And you can hear it, can't you, David? I you hear it. I heard it right away. I heard it. I felt it, first of all, even in your email. But then when we talked on the phone, and then that feeling of warmth then made me say to you, I, I feel like we've met, like I've actually physically met you. And we 
we, we, we've met on the phone, but not in real life. And, you know, I just thought I'd share this. When you talk about smiling, I have on a, I, I have smile on my desk that just says smile. Just, just, it just, it's like the winningest thing you can do for anyone in the world is just to give them a bright smile. Oh and, boy. Is and that you do that. And you do that uh, with, in spades. I mean, just wonderful. Thank you. Um, after I was talking earlier about the 25 people on the call yesterday, and I listened to what they had to say about the kind of world they want. And they want a world that's at peace. Ronald Reagan in our newspaper this morning, they quoted Ronald Reagan and he said, if everybody had a choice, they'd want peace. Ronald Reagan, a Republican, a conservative, peace. Peace is our yes. little name. And I was in Oslo and I was in Norway and I went to the home where Khrushchev, sorry, Gorbachev and Reagan created the accord to have wow. peace. What can we do as we live our daily lives to bring peace to ourselves? Because it begins with us, doesn't it, David? It does. It really does. And the word that is so critical to this is civility is to show respect and just and i just think for, forget about world politics national politics local politics think about your neighbor the person that lives next to you the family that lives next to you you're going to walk out in the morning and, and call him a name or tell him he's an you know a, a jerk or an idiot or whatever the case might be or are you looking for some common ground and so that you can enjoy the interaction when they're soccer ball goes into your backyard while you're outside with your family you go hey how you doing how's it going and that type of interaction and when there's an issue that has to be resolved you you you, you get on the you, you know ring the doorbell or send a text and say hey i wanted to just touch base with you and see what you think about how we can resolve this and if we do that and 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 say that it works on an individual basis we can do that on a global basis and it works at the individual level and then we can just take that all the way up. And that's that's what we, I believe, really, for world peace, that's what we need to be able to do. I love the word you said, we. We can talk about this. And I always right. put these three fingers up because that's a W to me. It's the we. We are the ones that can solve. We. I want to work with we. It's not just me this way. It's just we can do this together. And yes. I really believe in this harmony that is created when you're at peace and the harmony that's created when you're with other people. I don't care where yes. you are. There, you, if, you're on that, if you're on your target, you're going to find a way. And I remember being in the gas station and this homeless man counting out his pennies to buy breakfast. And I said, oh, put it on my card. The whole atmosphere of that little tiny shop at the gas station changed. And people were so happy. And all I did was say, put that 49 cents or whatever it was on my card. A simple gesture of kindness makes all the difference. And I think what you're yes. hearing from David is be kind to yourself. He's a, yes. oh, I must tell you, there's a few more credentials his fellow holds. And one is he's a counselor. He helps people get through their trauma and their worry. Why don't you talk a little bit about your practice? Oh, well, thanks. I, I focus mostly on executive coaching. So I work with executives from around the world. And the focus really is how do I accelerate their growth so that they can achieve their, their greatness in, in, in an expedited fashion and with confidence and with belief and purpose and intention. And then how do we inspire their organization so that they are a profit of peace and productivity and possibility and growth 
in their organizations. And, and I have a chance to do that one-on-one -on -one where I focus everything that I have done in my life and bring it to the table when we get into helping them grow to their fullest and their best self. And uh, it's, I love it. I, just, I think my, you're going to be really busy these next five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, it's been a full life. Uh, I bet. And, and I, I, love, this, I love it. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, this, thank you. No, I just, thanks for say, asking me because I, I just love the opportunity to be, what I say is to be in, in your corner. I'm in I am, right. I am right. here for you. I feel Correct. that with me and I feel that with you. We're listening to David Poley and remember his book, The Law of the Garbage Truck, How to Stop People from Dumping on You. And it, we said early in the interview or the early in the Peace podcast that it begins with me. Stop dumping on yourself. Don't collect the garbage, carry it around. Right. Um, virtual reality is coming into its full potential. And what it does is it changes your mind and helps helps you become part of whatever you're watching. And I hope you're watching things about peace so that your virtual reality becomes more harmonious with who you are. And, you know, we have that empathy factor that sometimes isn't triggered until we walk in the shoes of somebody we've been with. I'm just going to ask David one last That's question. Right. David, oh, if it. you were to have a world that works for all, what would you suggest we do right now? Uh, right now it would be to, uh, to declare that you are not a garbage truck. I'm not a garbage truck. I don't accept garbage. I don't take personally the negative things I can't control. I'm not, I don't create garbage. I'm, I'm not focused on resentment and regret, and I'm not focused on toxic worry, and I do not dump on others. I'm not going to bring my concerns and dump them all over other people. That's not, their burden is not my challenge. We'll work together, and together we'll achieve peace and success and civility, and everyone will be in a good place where we can all achieve the dreams that we are capable of having together 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 and i love the thought that we were born with a purpose you know the people who are on this planet now are meant to be here we're exactly yes. where we need to be and if we can just adv take advantage of people like david and read his book and understand the Thank concepts you. that he brings he also has a newspaper a newsletter why don't you tell us a little about that and how we can become a member Oh, well, that's, uh, that's terrific. Well, uh, my executive coaching website is paulay, spelled P-O-L-L-A-Y, coaching.com. And if you go there, you'll learn more about my executive coaching. And also some there'll be some links to some of the law of the garbage. There's a lot of stuff about the law of the garbage truck at, at davidpaulay.com. But on paulaycoaching.com, there's a newsletter you can sign up for. And I share some of the secrets of happiness and fulfillment in, in, in your workplace and at home. And uh, it's, a, it's a good way to get acquainted with my work and, and a good way for us to get connected. You just gave us a good conversation starter today. How can we, let's say you invite five friends or get on their, their phones or else on their podcast with us on their computer and have a conversation. You know, have a conversation yeah. about what David said. What are those challenges you're facing? Sometimes the challenges are bigger than we can handle alone. Have, right. have somebody you can count on to call up and talk with. Conversations bring back the we. And I really believe in the we. I believe we together make the world stronger. But I also believe that you 
have a we have a responsibility to ourselves to take good care of ourselves to make yes. sure that we don't become the garbage trucks and we don't bring up the past that allows us to dwell on things that we can't do anything about the past is past but the future is up to us and i loved his um book where he talked about how he wakes up happy because his wife hugs him his daughter makes him happy what makes you happy? What makes you resilient? What makes you right. survive in this time of a little bit of frustration? We don't oh, know sure. where this virus is going. This is the seventh virus that we've had on our planet, and it is a bear, as you know. Yeah. So this is a time when our resilience has to be nurtured. Ourselves have to be nurtured. Stay inside. Read some of these fabulous books. Get them off of Amazon or from the, right. wherever you can, and pay attention to what you're putting into your body, into your mind, because this is your time to shine. David, I'm going to give yeah. you the last word. Oh, well, my, mine is gratitude. Thank you so much for the work that you do mm -hmm. and the opportunity that you give others like me to share our messages of hope and possibility. And, uh, and, and it's been a delight uh, being with you. It's uh, just terrific. And keep doing the good work that you're doing with Peace Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Peace Podcast. We've just had a wonderful conversation with David Paulet. And you will get the email. I mean, sorry, you will get his website underneath this conversation today. And I thank you for listening. I thank you for trying to be the peace maybe somebody else needs. Bringing peace and happiness and healthy living. David and I talked about how your peace can help you be healthy. And I talk about how peace can make you resilient in these times of stress. I thank you. I'm Barbara Gunn Mueller saying join us every week for a brand new podcast. Podcast Friday is with us and you're going to see David next week. Thank you. Join us again. Mm -hmm.